Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Right, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Morning, Russell. Morning. Yeah. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Even speaking your name, Lord, brings joy on our heart. We thank you, Father, that you call us to your presence to spend this start of our new day and our new week with you. We want to give back off our hands of what you give to us this day, Lord. The first fruits, the start of it. We thank you and we praise you, Father. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you that you are always there for us. You never left us. You never deserted us. We thank you, Lord, that when we acknowledge your presence at the start of everything new, you take over. When we place all our trust in you, you work for the good, for our good, in every situation. And out of every adversity, a new opportunity is born and you are given to us. You are giving it to us this day. We thank you, Father, for your peace, for your joy that you pour into our hearts. That gives us the strength through your spirit to carry on. Even though all kinds of challenges keep pressing on us. We surrender and lay down all those challenges that we have carried forward over the week over the weekend, from the last week into this new one. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path and our prayer. We trust in you, Lord, with all our heart and we lean not on our own understanding, but on the revelation that you grant us, on the wisdom and understanding you give us, and on the path that you illuminate for us ahead. And as we begin this prayer, Lord, I cover and seal every word spoken by the precious blood of Jesus. I cover and seal every member that is part of this praying family and every member of their own families as well. By that same precious blood, I put on the angels and we dispatch them on assignments. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us. To keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, and terrorism. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus this day and all through this week over every member of this prayer group and their families. And as we begin our prayer this morning, Lord, I want to share that same peace and joy that you give us with everyone that is part of this praying family, that is part of this meeting and will pray with this recording as well. With all those for whom prayers have been recorded, uh, requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all those Lord, that are called Christians by your name and have not yet encountered you personally to commence to begin that personal relationship with you. And we share it with all those that have willingly chosen to walk away from you, to walk, to reject your light and to walk into darkness. Out of ignorance, 
out of secularism, out of every false doctrine that has been given to them, out of every lie that has been told to them by the devil. Quicken them, O oh Father. And let every mountain that stands in their path be cut down. Let every veil that blocks their eyes be torn down. That they might see you and know you, Lord. They can make that conscious decision to come back to you. And as we make our prayer this day, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The God of overflow, the God of miracles. The Holy One of Israel. Who does wondrous and mighty things. The strength of our salvation, who has covered our head in the day of battle. The God of Jacob, the God of Abraham, the God of David. The one who is our strong tower, our deliverer, our shield, the ancient of days. And we pray in the name of Jesus, his son, our daily bread that he, the father, gives us. The rider on the white horse who leads us into battle against evil. The one who was, who is, and who is to come. The Alpha and the Omega. Who shall judge the quick and the dead. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of truth who guides us into all truth. The spirit of resurrection who gives life to a mortal body. The spirit of El Shaddai, the spirit of victory who helps us overcome, the father of all spirits, the seal of the age to come, our standby, our strengthener, our intercessor, our advocate, the one who quickens us and reveals to us the deep secret things of the father, the one who changes seasons and time, the spirit of the living God, who is here to partner with us, in our mission, and in our journey in this life. Who covers all our weakness and our vulnerability. Who provides the strength of the Father. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with this gift of life. That you add time to our destiny. That you give us this opportunity to come back to you. To repent for all our sins, for all our failures. To come back to you and also learn from you. That we might learn your wisdom, your principles, prophecies and promises. And we might use them in the way you teach us, Father. Through your word. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with family and with friends. With angels and with destiny help us. Every resource that we need to make this life fruitful and successful. A life of abundance. You make all those resources available to us on earth here as well as from heaven. You have also blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. That we might lack nothing. You yourself are our shepherd, our guide, our teacher. That we might not lose direction. That even if we walk in the valley of death, we shall not live in fear. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and the gift of prayer. 
that we are able to commune with you at will any time. We thank you, Father, that you never held anything back. You gave of yourself, your son, your spirit. And that spirit now is tabernacled and lives within us, giving life, giving strength, and giving illumination. We thank you, Lord, that you have made us a steward over your creation here on earth. And as we get into our reflection, yesterday we reflected on what we need to remember about our relationship with God. That we can declare to ourselves every day and say, I am God's favorite son. But out of love, not out of pride. Out of a commitment, not out of laziness, expecting that being his favorite he will do everything for us and we just sit. Today, I'd like to reflect on the attitude most people carry towards Jesus. Brother Savio has shared a beautiful reflection overnight on the job opportunity that God makes available to us and our mission statement that he gives us. Today, I'd like us to reflect on pride, on self-righteousness. And let's look at the words of Jesus in the book of Revelations, the words of Jesus to the church of Laodicea. Revelations chapter 3, verses 15 to 21, where he says, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. And he's talking also to our church today, the people today. And so because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich. I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. And he's talking from a spiritual angle. And so in verse 18 he says, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so you can become rich. So clearly he does not consider the riches of what they said in the previous verse when they said, I am rich. So he says, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so you can become rich and white clothes to wear so you can cover your shameful nakedness and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Verse 19, those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat or dine with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne 
just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. So he's declaring the prize as well. When it comes to the kingdom, one can either be in or out. We can't be in between. But many have not yet fully accepted Jesus. We're still trapped in religion. And as far as our economics goes, we want to be in control. So we depend on our skills, our abilities, our resources. But Jesus is not in that equation. And verse 17 above talks about those who say they are self-made men. Have we heard this before from people around us? And we may ourselves have said it. I am a self-made man. I have not received anything in inheritance. I have built all of this on my own. And here I am reminded of what the Bible says in Job 35 verse 3. Where Job was being accused. And it said, For you have said, What advantage will it be to me? And what profit will I have if I be cleansed from my sin? And I have personally heard this statement from, some, from a person once. What advantage is it in going to church? I don't see the difference. I don't see value. The self-righteous and pride-filled evil men. He calls such kind wretched, pitiful, poor, blind and naked. In Revelations 3 verse 17. And Jesus is saying here, buy from me treasures that will last beyond this physical life, which are tested and can be used to cover our shame. And in all of this, he wants us to maintain a relationship with him. So he stands knocking at the door. Why does he want that relationship? So that out of that relationship, we can learn, we can grow, we can build a discipline so that we do not stray back again. So he says, I stand knocking at the door, waiting to be welcomed in. And when we do, he says, I shall dine with you. That is, I shall commune with you. We shall commence and connect with you and build our relationship. But in all that we achieve through his grace and favor, we should not forget him. There are many that receive, that come to a retreat or to a prayer meeting to receive healing, to receive a breakthrough in some challenging area of their life. And once that is done or solved, people forget him again. Let's look at what Deuteronomy 8 verses 11 to 14 says. It says, be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws and his decrees that I am giving you this day. And this is Moses speaking now. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flock grow large and your silver and gold increase and all you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord. 
So through all that growth, through all that journey, he wants us to be with the Lord and not leave his side. Then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. And then verse 17 and 18, it says, you may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. So if we are succeeding is out of that covenant to Abraham that he upholds. On our part, we need to stick with him and not forget him, not desert him for the riches or the material that he's making available to us. Let us always remember the giver of the, all that good. The question to ask ourselves today is, am I self-righteous in the way that is described here? Do I look at everything as being produced through my own hands and my own abilities? Is that how I represent it to others as well? And is this self-righteousness causing me to have an indifferent or a lukewarm attitude towards God? Because if I am doing it all, then he has no place in there. God isn't doing anything. Where I do not have time for him or I'm not even interested in him, have I reached that situation and that mindset? In Luke 6, verse, <clears throat> excuse me, verses 43 to 45, Jesus said, a good, tree, a good tree brings forth, not does not bring forth corrupt fruit. Neither does a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. For every tree is known by his own fruit. And of thorns men do not gather figs, nor of a bramble bush gather their grapes. Are we carrying that mindset of righteousness and of pride? So displaying the fruits thereof. Remember what Jesus did to the fig tree in Mark 11 verse 13. When he found no fruit on it, he cursed it. If we want God to use us or even only answer our prayer, of what fruit of our actions and words are we presenting him? Is it one? of gratitude, of humility. His word in 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14 says, in order for him to hear us, the fruit that we need to produce is one of humility, of repentance, of reverence, that is to seek his face. You remember that he said, I stand knocking at the door and to seek that relationship with him. And the last one he mentioned there was to turn from wickedness. And then he would hear us. So today I challenge each of us to examine ourselves, to identify any element of self-righteousness in any of our words or actions. And to make a decision to turn away from it. I'm sure we'll find it. It shows up as pride, as ego. 
and in our conversations where we argue with the family and say, I'm always right, where we tend to point a finger always at someone else and never at ourselves. Everything in my situation and around me seems wrong. The problem is always with another person, not me. Am I being over ambitious? He wants us to see the traits in us that are blocking his grace from flowing. And many times, another person's destiny could also be linked to our obedience. So Jesus is warning us against self-righteousness. So that when we are humble and repent and come to him in obedience, it is not only our life, but when the, the mission that he gives us through it, there are other lives also that are transformed. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. And I ask for that grace for each of us, so that when we examine ourselves and our own nature and character on these lines, you, O Holy Spirit, reveal to us that which must leave us. Anything that keeps us from being humble, anything that keeps us from being repentant, any secret sin that we are holding on to and are not willing to confess, but quietly suffering with it and not even realizing that suffering. Open the eyes of our heart, Lord, to see it and cross-check it against your mirror, your word, so that we are able to compare it Benchmark it against the truth. And through your elimination of that truth, we shall be set free. We can make that decision and that choice to turn away from it, to renounce it, and to come towards you, Jesus, to your fellowship. I ask for this edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for that edification, we also pray for our physical and temporal needs. We raise every request that has been made on this prayer group to you, Lord. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized this day, those that will undergo surgery this day. And on this front, I'd like to make a special prayer for my two little young nieces that are four-year-olds, twins, that will go into hospital this day for a long dental surgery, an uncommon one. We raise them up to you, Father. I cover them in your precious blood. I declare your protection on them, O Lord. And on the hand of the surgeons that will operate on them, that that operation is successful. I declare it right now and prophesy health, well-being, and complete restoration over their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for all families of the Brisbane Prayer Group and cover them in that same precious blood and declare protection over them. We pray for all families that are battling separation through whatever causes and reasons, including minor misunderstandings that are early sparks and signs of a bigger impending battle. Lord, we ask for your intervention there before things get bad. 
We ask for your presence in that home. That the atmosphere is transformed into one of love and peace again. We cover these homes by your love and your precious blood, Lord. The blood that rejuvenates, rebuilds and restores. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Including addictions and all kinds of compulsive behaviors. We pray also for all those, Lord, members of our family and our friend circles that have not yet been quickened in the spirit and that have not yet received their gift of salvation. Open their eyes to see you, Lord, and draw them towards you. That they open their hearts to receive you and experience that revival. Experience the birth in the spirit. We pray for all those that are victims of violence, of abuse, of war, of racism, of bullying. And anything that seeks to keep them marginalized. We pray for those that are contemplating suicide or abortion or even harming others out of fits of rage and anger, out of revenge and out of any kind of misinformation that has misguided their hearts. We pray for our own personal needs as well, Lord. We now connect with you in our spirit to pray in the gift that you have given us. Father, I thank you as we make this prayer and raise it and release it to you in faith. I thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And we release our faith. We know in our hearts that this prayer is an answered prayer. We receive that joy, Lord, and we maintain it. The joy that this prayer is coming as a manifestation to us. It shall not tarry, but shall come quickly. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in this prayer. And let us make it a prayer of agreement. Release your own petitions as well, along with that faith. Let us now connect with the Holy Spirit and release our prayer. All those that are seeking the gift of tongues and have not yet received it, I encourage you to release your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The scripture I've been given today is from Romans 3, 21 to 25. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from law. Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction since all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. They are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as an expiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he has passed over former sins. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. And this is from 1 John chapter 2, verse 27, where it is written, But the anointing that you received from him abides in you, and you have no need that anyone should teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about everything, and is true, and is no lie, just as it has taught you, abide in him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
my beloved, I dwell and inhabit the praises of my people. And the scripture is true, which says that in Matthew 18, 20, where two or three gather in my name, I am in their midst. And right now I am in your midst. And I instruct you to draw nearer to me. Seek my face. Seek my heart, not just my hand of blessing. I long for my people to return closer to me, to enter into the holy of holies. Take off your sandals. Take off any garment which is stained with sin. Frequent the sacrament of reconciliation and cleanse yourself of all iniquity. I do not require defiled hands, but I require pure hearts. Pure hearts which have a burning desire for their one true love. Yes, my people, I am here with open arms, waiting to embrace you once again into the innermost depths of my heart. Come and feed your soul, drink of the wine and feast on the banquet that is there within. I alone can satisfy every longing desire of your heart. I alone can quench the thirst which the world cannot give. I alone can give you peace which surpasses all understanding. Come and receive my free gifts and teach your brethren to do the same. Forgive those who have offended you. Do not hold a grudge and do not give evil for evil done, but forgive as I, your father, forgives you. Look at my example on the cross. Learn from me, for I am meek and humble, and I expect each one of you to be the same. Come and receive. Come and eat and come and drink in abundance. I leave you with my peace and my blessings. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have another scripture that has been a reflection that has been shared in the chat. This is from the book of James, chapter 1, verses 19 to 23, where it is written, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of, the, of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man upholding his natural face in a glass. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude our prayer this morning, just a reminder about the WhatsApp group. It will be, today is the last day we will be running it. It will be shut tonight. 
before that i encourage all of you that have not yet migrated to and joined our telegram group please do so we shall share a link to join the telegram group on our whatsapp group later this morning and if you are enjoying this the reflections shared by brother savior you are enjoying your your prayer session during the rosary and the divine mercy in the evening or even this morning encounter with the lord every recording that is posted online including the friday teachings as well i encourage you to please go and share it on your facebook pages so that others can be blessed please share it with others on whatsapp there are many social media channels you can use to bring that word to others and not hold it on to ourselves and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for each of us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn carry his gospel and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead everyone Thank, thank you, you Russell. Thank, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. God bless everyone. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. God bless.